Podcasting Tech Coach number four, iTunes listing versus iTunes subscriptions. Welcome to the Podcasting Tech Coach, the podcast that goes into the techie side of running a podcast website and recording studio. Mike Dell will explain the things you need to do to get your podcast up and running and keep it running for the long term. Now, here's your host, Mike Dell. Okay, I'll duck that down. That's the uh, funky intro. Of course, you left a lot of music on the end there. <laughs> anyway, thanks, Greg, for uh, doing that. And, uh, I don't know if I'll use that one or if I'm going to just use the uh, use the jazzy one we had last week. Anyway, welcome to the podcast for this week. Today, I'm going to get into a subject that confuses a lot of people. Uh, it's iTunes, uh, and as I'll get into, iTunes can mean three different things, and all, each of those three things is different. And it, it you know it confuses a lot of uh, podcasters. Uh, you know, I get a lot of a uh, lot of questions about that, and I think uh, I'm going to start referring them to this episode. And I wrote a whole big long blog post that'll be uh, posted as the show notes for this episode at podcastingtechcoach.com slash four. Anyway, or just go over to podcastingtechcoach.com and go ahead and find that, find episode four. But back in the day, as Dave Jackson always likes to say, back in the day when podcasting first come out, iTunes didn't support it. In fact, the iPod wasn't the premier device. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. It kind of got its name podcasting from the iPod. So, I mean, yeah, it was sort of tied in with iTunes in a, in a weird way. But what usually you had to do, you had to go uh, get and download an application for your computer that would go out and check RSS feeds and then download any attachments or enclosures as they're known. And you know, there was a lot of programs out there. I think there was one called iPodder X. There was uh, uh, Lemon, which is not a bad, not a good name for a program. There was uh, Juiced, which I think is what Lemon turned into. And I don't know, there was probably six or seven other popular ones that uh, that's all they did was go out and you know, you'd subscribe to a podcast using the RSS feed, and then it would download them into a folder, and then you would either it would either automatically add them to your iTunes library, so it would go on your iPod, or you would just drag them onto your MP3 player, or you'd just listen to them uh, right on your computer. But when iTunes in uh, let's see, what was it, June 2005, they came out with version 4.9 of the iTunes application. And once that happened, podcasting sort of took off. iTunes, you know, pretty much on every Mac and and a good number of Windows machines was kind of the default uh, jukebox programs, what they called it back then. Not not iTunes or Apple themselves, but uh, that's what all the other programs out there that were like it called themselves a jukebox program. But uh, anyway, it would make it possible to synchronize your iPod with Podcasts and it would and it added this RSS function that these other standalone applications had, and 
that was a great thing. Makes it uh, much more accessible, easier to find podcasts through the iTunes store. You know, think of that as sort of like a cat catalog, not a uh, not that you download it from them. And I'll get into that, but uh, you know, iTunes could mean three different things, and I have them listed out. Uh, one iTunes, the application that you have on your computer, that could be one definition of the term iTunes. Two iTunes, the store, which is the uh, internet. It's on the internet, and your iTunes application uses to give you a listing of things that are for sale and or for free, you know, music, video, apps, and whatever else they sell over there. And, of course, podcasts. And then the third thing is iTunes, the server, and that's where the music, the movies, the apps are stored, but not podcasts. Podcasts are different. The way the iTunes application works, it's the one on your computer, you know, as far as for podcasting, is that uh, you find the podcast in the iTunes store, you click on subscribe, and then it sets up a little listing in the podcast section in your music library. And usually the last episode will start downloading. Depending on how you have your settings, you could have it set to download all episodes of things you're subscribed to or just the last one. And then each subsequent one after that. But you'll also see the rest of the episodes kind of grayed grayed out and uh, there's a little button next to them that says you know get and you can you know pick and choose which one you know which of all the episodes that are listed you want to uh, download or you can hit the get all button and it'll get all the episodes you know so if you you know have a have somebody you know they got 50 episodes you want to download all 50 episodes you just hit that get all but at that point, you're just subscribed to the RSS feed of the podcast in iTunes. You are not downloading those episodes from iTunes. I mean, they, they don't upload your podcast, you know, as, as a podcaster, they don't upload your podcast to their server. They just provide an RSS link to your media wherever you store it. And... You know, that's, like I said, that's the confusing thing. You know, a lot of people, a lot of podcasters, when they first start out, they say, well, you know, they'll ask me, how do you upload, how do you upload your episodes to iTunes? You got to explain to them. No, you don't. You you host the, the, the content and iTunes just gives your listeners a way to download them, you know, via RSS to your computer and it just happens to use the iTunes application. Like I said, you're never at any point downloading anything directly from the iTunes server or the iTunes store. Uh, your iTunes will just check every so often that the feed, you know, if the feed has something new in it, it uh, will download it. And it'll be ready the next time you plug in your iDevice or want to listen to it on on the computer or using your iTunes jukebox application. I know nobody uses the term jukebox anymore, but... <laughs> I just figured uh, that's that's that, that's a little a little old history there. The point is your iTunes store listing as a podcaster is totally different than the RSS feed coming from your website. The listing will reflect what's in your RSS feed the last time iTunes checked it. And it gets kind of kind of weird, but iTunes will check your feed every so often. And I say every so often because it seems like there's no rhyme or reason for when and how often and 
and you know all that i mean it could be they'll check it every hour for two days and then they'll check it you know every week for a you know a couple of weeks and then you know it's just very haphazard and apple doesn't really give you many answers to why that happens so like i said don't be alarmed the the good news is okay say you're you're doing like i'm doing episode 4 right now of the uh, podcasting tech coach if you go to my iTunes listing right after you listen to this you may not see it in in the iTunes store listing for this podcast but you will have gotten it if you're subscribed in iTunes you you will have gotten it and all your subscribers will get the episode as soon as it's available or as soon as their iTunes application checks the feed directly you know after they've subscribed iTunes really you know iTunes the store and iTunes the server doesn't have anything more to do with it it's uh, totally uh, your application on your local computer that goes out and checks the RSS feed and downloads the new content so like i said don't be alarmed uh you know if it doesn't show up right away it's generally 2 to 3 days if you're pretty consistent but it can stop pulling it and uh, or for a while it may uh, may uh, screw it up uh, you know that just it feeds get screwed up there's you know a lot of times it's what you put in your show notes you know if you put a lot of weird html or or anything anything like that you know you can you can screw up your your feed and it'll stop pulling it but uh, what's nice is you know your subscribers will get it and new subscribers so say I put out episode four uh, today, and tonight my iTunes listing isn't updated, so it only shows episodes zero through three in the feed, or in the, uh, see, now I'm getting confused, in the iTunes store listing, and you happen to find that listing, and you say, oh, I want to download this, and you hit subscribe, well, what's going to download is episode four not episode three, which is the last one you see in the listing. And that's because iTunes, the store, has not updated or hasn't checked my feed yet and updated my listing. Because, you know, they, they're pulling thousands and thousands and thousands of feeds, so they, you know, can't pull all of them interest, you know, instantly. They used to have a thing, uh, kind of as a side note, they used to have a thing called a ping podcast. And when we would, you know, like when I would upload an episode of one of my other shows, I would then uh, ping iTunes, ping podcast. And that would force iTunes, the store, to update my listing. Well, they've removed that functionality, so we're just kind of at their mercy now. So, but like I said, you can have some sort of a feed problem, and iTunes will stop pulling your feed for a while, you know. And once it's fixed, it could take two weeks or even a month before they try it again. And and if it stays broken, you know, you can get pulled from the iTunes store. And iTunes or Apple has been very aggressive at getting dead feeds out of the uh, iTunes store. And they're also pretty aggressive about, you know, if you're not if you didn't set that explicit tag and we talked about this last week if you didn't set that explicit tag to explicit and you're cussing a lot or have adult content of any sort in your in your uh, episodes and you know you know they audit these things every so often you know might be years before but eventually if they figure it out 
they're going to pull your episodes. They're going to pull your uh, listing. But it's a really good idea. What I do is, you know, just a matter of course, is I check my iTunes listing two or three days after I've posted an episode. And if it's not there, I don't worry too much. But I also, as soon as I post an episode, I go over to feedvalidator.org and uh, put my RSS feed in there, hit validate, and just make sure that I didn't make some sort of weird mistake or, or whatever when I made the post and make sure that, you know, the episode is there and it didn't somehow screw up my feed because, you, you know, you don't want, and it's not just iTunes. That's the uh, that's the other thing I'm going to go into here in a minute. But uh, but go over to feedvalidator.org after you post an episode and just make sure everything's okay. This will prevent iTunes from getting stuck. It'll prevent FeedBurner from getting stuck if you, after uh, the episode two weeks from now, still want to do FeedBurner, which I'm hoping you won't. Uh, that'll keep FeedBurner from getting stuck which will cause iTunes to get stuck. And, you know, that's why I don't recommend FeedBurner. But anyway, that's not the soapbox I was climbing up on. So let me climb up on my other one. Uh, this is my little editorial about iTunes. A lot of podcast... Okay, let's start that over. I'm not going to edit that out. A lot of podcasters nowadays think that iTunes is the be-all, end-all of podcasting. And that was true, you know, say 2005, 2006, 2007 even. But as these mobile devices started to uh, get out there and they've, you know, had apps for downloading podcasts, uh, there's quite a few on Android and BlackBerry and Windows Phone and and the iDevices and, you know, all that. There's, there's a bunch of those out there. But, you know, as those things grow, the influence of iTunes the iTunes store is diminishing. Um, I just did a, a stats audit on all my podcasts over the years. I've you know got a pretty good base uh, of you know a pretty good data set to to work from. You know some thirty five forty thousand downloads on Geek of the North, and uh, on average each episode it's only about forty percent that are downloading it with iTunes. So that leaves 60% doing it some other way. A good percentage of, of my listens are, you know, people listening right on the website or through blueberry.com or techpodcast.com. I get some Android and iOS apps. I get some uh, BlackBerry. Believe it or not, BlackBerry is a fairly large percentage of my Geek of the North podcast. As I guess uh, must be business people listen to it because you know, really they're about the only ones that still use blue, uh, blackberries on <laughs> in large quantities, I guess. But uh, anyway, it, it's really interesting to see those stats, and uh, you know, I'm sure I'll have a show on uh, getting podcast download stats and how to set that up in in uh, Blueberry. In fact, uh, I'll uh, post a, a link to a, a video. A tutorial I did on that over at the uh, the PowerPress community podcast, and uh, it'll show you how to do it if you want to get started right away with that. But you know, the whole idea is you, you really, you know, iTunes. Yes, it's still important, 
and it's a great place to discover podcasts, but more than 50% of your listeners or viewers are going to get the content some other way. So it's important to keep your feed in good shape and to, uh, you know, keep your website in good shape, you know, because a lot of, a lot of people are just going to bypass uh, iTunes and Apple and iPads and iPods and other iDevices. And they're just going to download it either directly or they're going to download it to their Androids or their Windows phones or their computers or, you know, God knows what other uh, other devices they're going to have, even even uh, Kindles. And I understand there's some new Kindles coming out soon, so that'll be interesting. I actually used to listen to podcasts on my old e-ink Kindle. <laughs> Every once in a while, I'd, I'd uh, read and listen to a podcast at the same time, which wasn't really good for comprehension, but uh, it's kind of handy to have them both have you know have it all on the same device. And that would be a good uh, topic of discussion sometimes. Uh, why don't you uh, drop me a line, tell me uh, how you consume podcasts, because I'm assuming if you're interested in podcasting, you probably have listened to a few of them. And since you're listening to this one, you obviously have some sort of method. It'd be really cool to, to hear from everybody. Uh, how, how do you uh, listen to podcasts, and how are you listening to this podcast in particular? When, where, why? It'd be interesting. Okay. And I do have a, a question this week that I wanted to cover. This is kind of a generic question. Uh, this comes from a uh, Blueberry client that uh, asked for tech support here not too long ago. And I figured uh, this would be a good one to answer. It kind of goes along the lines of what we've been talking about with iTunes. Is uh, Well, here was the question. It says, why is it that my iTunes listing only shows 10 episodes in my store listing? When I have 45 episodes in my RSS feed. And uh, I kind of figured out there was a couple things that uh, could be going on, several. But uh, most most likely, it's uh, they either submitted their main site feed to iTunes. And when you blog in between, which a lot of podcasters do. So say you, uh, we'll make it simple here. You've got 10 episodes in your feed. You've got 10 episode, podcast episodes out, and you've blogged two times in between each episode, and you have your, your uh, reading setting to only syndicate 10 posts, which I recommend 50, no more than 50, but uh, I recommend 50. But uh, so what happens is, okay, so you, you put out, one podcast and then two blog posts and one podcast and two blog posts and so on. And that works out to where there only be four or five episodes in your listing because iTunes ignores everything that isn't a podcast episode, but it counts it against what they show in the listing. If that makes any sense. So what you really need to do is instead of submitting your site feed, your main WordPress feed and I'm assuming you're using PowerPress this person was and there is a podcast only feed and that's in your blueberry settings it'll tell you right you know right there in the feed tab in the blueberry PowerPress settings what your podcast only feed is and that's what you want to submit to iTunes not the uh, the main site feed that includes your blog posts you can still have that site feed with the blog posts and people can still subscribe to it, but they'll get your podcasts and your blog posts. So uh, anyway, beware of that. But 
And, you know, and it also could be just your reading setting. Like, if, you know, in this case, a person had 45 episodes, but they had their reading setting only to 10. Well, it's going to start dropping the older ones off when it gets to 10. So, you know, just up that setting to 50 or so. And you don't want it any bigger than that because that can cause issues with iTunes and other podcatchers. Once your uh, feed gets above 512 kilobytes, then uh, it will quit working for a lot of devices and programs. So no sense putting any more than 50 in there. Uh, there is a, a way in PowerPress that you can put more than that in there, but you know, for, for simple simplicity on this podcast, I don't recommend it. Uh, if you want to do that or have some specific need that you want more than 50 in your feed at any one time, they're still accessible on the website. They just won't be on the feed. Uh, you can uh, give me a call and we can uh, talk about it. Like I said, it's it's a little more geeky and complicated than I want to go into in here. And the, the third re reason that you could have only 10 of your 45 episodes in iTunes, well, there's actually two more reasons, but the one is the iTunes store has quit pulling your feed. So make sure the last one on your store feed is the last one you put out. If it's not, then the case is they've quit pulling your feed, and then I would go back to feed validator and find out uh, why your feed is having issues. And it could be that your uh, web host had a, had a you know, period of downtime. That happens too. And, and iTunes will try and try and try, and then they'll quit trying for a while. And in that case, if your feed's okay, give it about, you know, two weeks to a month, you know, like I said above in the uh, show notes, uh, or in there, I should have said above, as I said earlier in the show, I'm not a professional broadcaster, as you know. But anyway, as I said earlier in the show, you know, you, uh, it could be they just hold it. And, you know, anyway, that does happen. Um, and the fourth reason is uh, iTunes, the store listing sometimes arbitrarily sets a limit. In some podcasts, they'll show 50 episodes. Some podcasts, they'll show 10 episodes. And it may just be... They've decided that your podcast only gets 10 in the show listing. And at that point, there's really nothing you can do about it. So if everything else checks out and it's still happening, then it's, it's iTunes, the store, and Apple that have decided that they're only going to show 10 of your latest podcasts in the show listing. And there's really nothing you can do about it. But as I said back in the, in the beginning of the show, it's, it's iTunes is you know roughly 40%. You know, at least in my case. Now that that'll vary with different things, but you know, I would say if you're doing a show specifically about Apple products, then it'll probably be more in the sixty to eighty percent range. But it's not going to be a hundred percent, and I don't believe that you need to worry about it that much. It's still worth doing, and it's still okay to to worry about it. But hopefully, this this uh, explained a little bit about the difference between what's in your listing. And what's in your feed. And the most important thing is to make sure your feed's right and let the iTunes listing take care of itself. And there are rare cases where there's some error in iTunes and and I do believe it is possible to actually get some tech support over there, but it may take you a little tenacity. <laughs> but 
you keep at it, uh, somebody over there will eventually talk to you and figure it out for you. And uh, like I said, if you have that kind of a problem, I can help with that a little bit. And uh, you can uh, definitely hire me if you'd like to uh, look into why that's happening. So I'm going to make this show a little bit short this time. Uh, Next week, we're going to talk about free podcasting services and why, even if you're just starting out, you don't really want to use them. And I'll give you some uh, horror stories and examples of why you don't want to use them. Uh, But, you know, it is still an option. I mean, if if you, you have zero money to spend on it, then I suppose, but... You know, it's pretty minimal expense to to run it. The average podcast, uh, you know, some of them are a little more expensive than others, but that's the way it goes. And speaking of expenses, if you want to help me out with expenses and you need web hosting, uh, click on my uh, Bluehost banner over there at uh, podcastingtechcoach.com and uh, sign up for hosting over there. It's... Uh, Really good shared hosting, and uh, they're pretty easy to get along with, and pretty easy to pretty easy to uh, operate your uh, WordPress site over there. And also, if you're going to buy something at Amazon, you can uh, go through my Amazon banner at podcastingtechcoach.com before you shop, and it really will help me. If you buy anything over there, I get a little cut of it. it doesn't cost you any more. And hey, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm begging, but, uh, you know, I'm not going to put traditional ads in this uh, podcast. This is an instructional podcast and I want it to be free. And uh, if you uh, enjoy what you're listening to and it helps you out in some way uh, and you need to uh, buy something, use one of those two links, either Blueberry or Blueberry, Bluehost or Amazon. And I may have another affiliate thing here and there, but I will always make sure you know it's an affiliate thing and it'll always be something that I use myself. So I'm not going to be hypocritical about it. So anyway, that's going to do it. Thanks for listening. And uh, like I said, check back next week uh, and we'll talk about the uh, free podcasting services. And the week after that, I've got planned uh, a little bit of history of feed burner and why you may or may not want to use it might as well go full force into that Uh, all the other podcasts about podcasting have done that (laughs) that topic before in fact i've participated in that topic with them but uh, i might as well give you my own spin so that's what's coming up the next couple of weeks hope you like the uh the funky version of my intro and outro and uh, next week i'm gonna use the rock version And if you have a preference for the jazzy from episode three, the funky from episode four, and the rock version in the upcoming episode five, uh, let me know which one you like. And uh, I'm going to make one of them permanent. So with that, I'm out of here. Catch me later. Thanks for listening to the Podcasting Tech Coach. If you have a question for Mike to answer on the show, drop an email to Mike at MikeDell.com or call in a voicemail to our feedback line at 702-757-1104.